Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. The Christmas season will look a little bit different this year for many people across Canada and across the world as we continue to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. Today's guest is offering something that will give us hope and joy as we head into the Christmas season. We're joined today by Craig Dennison. He's the CEO of First 15 as well as Dennison Ministries. He's going to share with us about a new devotional that he's released called Emmanuel. He'll also talk a little bit more about his ministry that's today on Connections. We're joined today by Craig Dennison. He is the CEO of First 15, as well as CEO of Dennison Ministries. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and a little bit more about First 15. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the father of two boys. Uh, My son Wes is four. My son Wells is two. And the husband to Rachel, we live here in Dallas, Texas, and have the uh, honestly, the privilege of helping people find and keep a consistent rhythm of spending meaningful time alone with God. Um, finding that rhythm absolutely transformed every part of my life when I found it at a low point in my life in college. And so I've loved the opportunity to help other people accept this invitation from God to spend meaningful time alone with Him. And then as CEO of Dennison Ministries, we get to do other things beyond First 15 as well and helping people consume meaningful Christian content that invites them into that maturation process with God so they can go out and actually transform this world robust in love. Did you uh, always see yourself going down the road of ministry? You know, not at all, actually. Um, I'm, I'm surprised my whole family, my dad was a pastor, and I think of our family, we're all surprised that I'm in ministry <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Uh, my best plan for myself was being a guitar player on uh, a guitar player in the in the dark corner of some stage somewhere. And I was working really hard at that plan when God kind of redirected my path. I think he had that path for me. And uh, there's a lot of exciting things happening in music uh, for a long season in my life and just felt really called out of that specifically and into something different. I didn't know what it'd be at the time, but so I left the band that I was in, went back to school. I uh, was in Spanish class and all my friends are still touring and playing music. I thought that was the worst decision I ever made uh, by comparison, Spanish class to touring. Uh, but God really opened uh, up a pathway for me to uh, really do first a team and these other opportunities that are a bigger fruition. I think of the passions that he's given me and things that he's wired me for. He was a little bit of a maze, but he eventually got you through to the exit. (laughs) Well, I guess the entrance (laughs) technically is what it would be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What has been the best part for you when it comes to ministry? Best part for me when it comes to ministry, I think for me, it's about the people and it's about the people I get to work with and what a privilege that is to be able to work alongside them in this call that God's given us. But it's also about the people that are able to Uh, really see their lives transformed. I think God gives us such an invitation into so many meaningful promises in life with him, whether it's peace, whether it's a sense of calling or purpose or anointing or empowerment. There's so many things that happen when we come into a true intimate relationship with God. And what I see us doing is simply inviting people to that place of connection and transformation. And so what we're banking on is that God is going to show up and do what only he can do. And that are things that are way beyond what I can do in any words that I communicate, whether it's writing or speaking. And he does that. And first 15 specifically, when people set aside 15 minutes a day, simply to make space for him to fill my favorite things. And the reason I love doing what I do is when I hear stories of how he shows up and guides and directs people into his will, when he shows shows up and guides and directs people to a sense of his peace or transformation or healing or whatever that might look like. And so those stories are the reason that I do what I do and uh, specifically the people that are transformed as a result of God's work in their life. 
now with first 15 you offer the 15 minute devotionals what made you choose 15 specifically yeah i think for me i'm busy so i miss like everyone misses you know this opportunity <laughs> invitation to spend time with god and worship and reading and prayer and uh and i think uh what i've when i was first launching this ministry um, having two young kids and all of that for me i think the lord gave me a sense that uh 15 minutes can be like the loaves and the fish and he took the loaves and the fish and he multiplied those to satiate his people out of his grace. And I think in just 15 minutes, if we'll simply turn our heart towards God and say yes to this invitation, I think we'll find a sense of his presence and a sense of empowerment that we might be surprised we can experience in 15 minutes. And then I find if people spend 15 minutes, they can always have days they can expand that into 30 minutes or an hour. If those days are available. They can, they have days they can shrink that to five minutes. But really the goal for me and what we do with First Team is to help people get into a rhythm of consistency. So every day you're starting your day with a real sense of God's nearness and a sense of his reality and that sense of connection to him. I had a chance to check out a few of the vlogs and, and they're great. The devotionals, they're great. Um, we're now heading into the Christmas season and you're releasing a new devotional, Emmanuel. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think uh, the title of the devotional is called Emmanuel, like you said. And I think this year, more than ever, I think we need a revelation that God is with us. Um, that's not Emmanuel is not just a word to put on a throw pillow or a blanket or a piece of art on the wall, as great as all those things are, but is a real promise that God gives us that came to us fullest fruition and the coming of Christ, which we celebrate in the season. But when I think about Emmanuel, I think about the reality that scripture says that Jesus is a man of sorrows. He's a man that's well acquainted with grief, um, that he's one that understands what it is to suffer. And in years like this one, I think we need a present awareness that God truly is with us. He's not just with us in the sense that we sometimes get, but he's with us in the midst of our suffering and our grief and our sorrow. He's with us, with us in the midst of the height of our celebration as well, that wherever we are, God meets us there with empathy and compassion and love and with his will as well. And so I think my hope for this year and this Christmas season and this unprecedented year that we've been living in, this multi-layered crisis that's global, is that we could every day start our day with a revelation first that God is simply with us in the midst of all of it. And as we do engage with him, he guides us to a place of peace and a place of purpose that doesn't come just through the resolution of our circumstances, but it's a higher promise that meets us in the midst of our circumstances. And speaking of that piece, the moment you open it, just by looking at the photography in the book, you, you already feel that overwhelming piece. The moment you open up the book, was that part of the plan as well with the photography and the pictures in there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we really feel like for First 15 specifically, there's a lot of great Christian resources out there. There's a lot of great expository teaching. There's all these things that can help us understand scripture and understand God's character and theology. What we wanted to do with First 15 was to really help craft an experience for every day and extend that to all of our platforms. And so as we created these printed devotionals, specifically this Christmas devotional, Emmanuel, we wanted to extend that experiential goal into this printed work as well. And so as you consume the content, Content, that even the aesthetics really guide you to a place of experiencing God and, and it helps you accept that invitation to experiencing God. So that was a real forward goal that we had as we were creating and designing this book is not just to get the words out, but to really help people find an experience with God as a result of the book. What makes this devotional different from others? I, I know by looking at it, it's fantastic, but what, what would you say makes it different from others? Yeah, you know, I, I asked myself that question when first, God first called me to create First of Teen. There's a lot of devotional content that I love. And so I wasn't sure right away why he was calling me to this. And then across the years, I've really come to a sense 
of confidence around the place that First 15 has in the, in the host of Christian resources. And for me, that's my, my background started in worship, like I mentioned, and with music. And I carry that goal of really facilitating worship into these devotionals. Really, the goal of First 15 isn't to teach you something. It's really to stir up your affections for God, to help you come to that sense of awareness for, of God's affections for you. Because, And then as we stir up those affections, there's so many great resources to, where you can go out and, and really get an understanding of a book of the Bible or understanding of the Holy Scripture, these sweeping uh, notions of theology. But what we want to do with First 15 and what I think we do with this devotional book in the Christmas season is after you spend this 15 minutes alone with God, you really will sense a warmth towards God and an affection for Him, a focus on His character character and his goodness and really come out of even reading these devotionals in this time of guided prayer, feeling like you had a real time of worship, of meaningful worship. And I think that's the goal and what sets First 15 apart. Tell us a little bit more about how Emmanuel's set up and um, what people can expect. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's set apart in, in weekly themes. The goal is that as we impact these themes of these weeks, you can have a, a flow of scripture, devotional thought, all building to this time of guided prayers, the same format for every day. We really wanted to answer this question of how you'll spend your time, not just this invitation to spend time alone with God, but how you can spend that time in a way that will be especially meaningful for you. So incorporate the same flow for every day. Inside of that flow, there's space for spontaneity for you. And so the, the flow from scripture to devotional thought to guided prayer and then a concluding thought that we call go that's a thought that you can go out into your day with to maintain that sense of abiding connection with god for people who want to learn more about first 15 about emmanuel about you how do they go about doing that yeah thanks for asking I'd say probably the best place is to go to our website. It's first15.org. It's first15.org. From there, you can sign up to receive our free daily devotional by email. You can check out our app or our podcast. From there, you'll also have an invitation to be able to get the printed devotional. We wanted to do this specifically for Christmas. We're so inundated with technology. I think it's a great opportunity to set aside our phones and computers just for a little bit, even just 15 minutes a day, and have this experience away from technology with God that's more focused. So if that's something that you're into, you can find the devotional book there. And uh, it's not just pur- purchasing the book, we're a donor funded ministry. So when you get Emmanuel, you're actually funding the mission of First 15. And this is just our way of saying thank you for funding the mission of First 15 with your donation. So any of those ways that you want to meet with God in this season, just want you to recognize that God's presence is there for you. That invitation is there for you. I want to simply help you say yes to that invitation every day. And one last question. Um, this, like you said, it's been a difficult year for many, and there's a lot that are going to be listening going, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. What would you say to those people and what, how can you encourage them as we head into a very different Christmas? Yeah, absolutely. I wake up feeling that way myself most days, I feel like. Um, and I think my main encouragement is, is not to brush those feelings aside, but to feel them fully. Uh, to actually have a sense of awareness around those things. I think as believers, we have this sense of opportunity about what life could look like. And when our lived experience doesn't match up to that, sometimes we have a tendency to brush those feelings aside and just try to strive towards this goal of peace or joy or whatever those things might be. But I think the pathway towards that sense of life actually comes from vulnerability and honesty. So I'd encourage you to pull out something like a journal and simply write down your thoughts and your feelings and your sense of self that day to invite God to meet you there in honesty and vulnerability. And then open your hands and your heart and 
and ask him to lead you to somewhere better if that's your, your experience. God does have a promise that he can bear the fruit of the spirit. He can give you a sense of his peace. He can give you a sense of purpose in the midst of whatever circumstances are coming your way, even as crazy of years as this one. But it starts, I think, with honesty and vulnerability. Thank you so much for making time for us this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really, really appreciate you having me on. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation, you can do that by listening to Connections. It airs twice a day, once in the morning as well as once in the evening. You can also find the podcast version at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.